This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. Live from the laundry room, I'm Paul Kenny from Consignment Heroes, Bogart's on assignment. And I know you've been thinking about things all week, and you can't wait for this show to start on Sunday, because you're saying, I wonder how much this is worth. And you just can't wait to call in, which I'm going to give you the phone numbers to call in in one second here. It's a call-in show about stuff, items. You can even tell me stories, you know? I want to be happy today. Uh, our number here is four, I'm going to say it slowly, get a pen, Get a piece of paper. Make sure they both work. Copy this down. 416-360-0740. And for those out-of-town people uh, who are not lucky enough to live in Toronto, they're really actually lucky to be out in Toronto right now. Traffic is terrible here. 1-866-740-4740. I mean, you might have a Christmas story. You might want to know what something's worth. You might want to say, Paul, you were wrong. Five and a half weeks ago when you said something on the air, I know you're not right. I, I'll take that. Because actually this week um, we found out we got fooled on a piece of Tiffany. Um, but we'll go into that more later on in the show. You're going to know about our authentication. We have a great show today. I gave you the phone numbers. You know about that. We're going to be uh, talking about to the Cheese Boutique. Uh, Rick's going to be on here today. We're going to talk about grandparents' advice. Just a short segment, because as a grandparent, I don't have a lot of advice to give. Uh, we're going to be uh, talking about uh, the Grey Cup. Main, that's going to be a nice story. And cups and saucers. And the fact that we have moved. Now, a lot of people, we get a call. I'm at your old store. Okay, good. How do you get to your new store? And we have to give them the advice over the air. Our number... If you want to get to the new store, you can call us at 9. This is another number. See, I told you there'd be lots of stuff for this paper today and this pen. 905-737-4653. You can call us anytime during the week. You can get prices over the phone on silver and gold. You also have to use that number if you want to bring stuff down for appraisal or if you want to bring it down for consignment. You have to make appointments. We're getting kind of busy. Our store is almost open, and all these people stopped coming down and disturbing us. We'd probably get it open. But we have 8,000 square feet down by um, uh, 5 St. Regis Crescent North, Unit 4. And you can call and find out special direction. Down nearby, we're just down by York University there. And um, we're going to be, I have a special, actually, Christmas story. I've told it before once. I'm going to tell it again today, so you have to keep on listening. On um, 
and I want to tell you we buy silver plate. We'll have the gold and silver prices later on in the show. And I want to think we're also, our car, my wife's car just went kaput. And uh, we're trying to buy a cheap car. You know, that's like right now. But if you don't want to bring it into the dealer and it hasn't got any, and it can pass the safety, we're looking for a car. It has to be a Ford, it's going to be four door because I have to pile the grandkids in. So, on, and we have also, we're trying to get a lot of cheap CDs. We're trying to get rid of them. And we have a story about the $500 empty box. So we're going to be talking about that. But first, we're going to talk to Bruce in Oakville, and then we're going to talk to Rick after that. Bruce, how you doing? Maybe not. I get to rant about something. Bruce is not there. Maybe he'll come back in a minute. Okay. So this is Great Cup Sunday. And uh, we all, if you live in Canada, you've got a Great Cup story. Somewhere along the line, you've got a Great Cup story, okay? Now, in this thing here, I remember, it's held today at 6 o'clock, Tim Horton's uh, field in Hamilton. And uh, i got to tell you some stories. There's a lot of things that happened in the Great Cup. But one of my best stories was that, about this about 40 years ago, we went to the Great Cup, not the Great Cup, that was just a football game. But it was in Toronto, and we brought an entire turkey in a hamper into the Great Cup with no problem, into the, the football game with no problem at all. And underneath, we needed the turkey. The turkey was good, tasted good. It was still relatively hot when we were eating it. But we needed the turkey to cover up our brandy bottles, which you needed because the Great Cup was always a cold day. So... And I remember going down there, and that was kind of, you can't do that today. But then, it was always, we all had our Great Cup stories. Someone we met. Sometimes we went to the game. Sometimes you might have got married that day. But there's other stories on, like, you know, um, 56 was a guy. Oh, I keep on thinking about this. You don't remember that the, um, the Great Cup, they've ended on a touchdown, and the fans came onto the field, and they stole the ball, so they couldn't have a convert. Because that was the only ball they had. They only brought one ball to the Great Cup game. And they couldn't get a convert out. Then there was a time when a guy tripped a guy. Um, he was 19, I think it was 57, 58. It's in that time period where a guy was running down the sideline. And uh, Bibbles? Bob, Bob, wow. I can't remember how to pronounce that. I know Bibbles. Who remember Bibbles? On, um, and they tripped him. Okay. And... Uh, and who can forget the 1962 Fog Bowl? Actually, you could. It's 1962. It was uh, 40, uh, 60 years ago. Maybe we have forgotten it, but it's, it's alive today. And But I'm bringing this up because a lot of us, the history of this, we have players that live in Toronto. And the sweaters, you would not think about this, but the memorabilia, you might have it up in a closet, that uh, Uncle Albert, who played in uh, in one of the football on Toronto Argonauts or Saskatchewan or something like that, his sweater is going to be worth money. The tickets to the games are worth money as memorabilia. People want to, they remember it. They want something to remember it by. They want something to give down to their grandkids. Um, and not just football and hockey. Hockey's even more so. Um, right now we have a standing offer. I think we're paying $800 for a 1967 full ticket, if you have it. Stubs will be worth a little less. That's really what we're paying for one ticket stub to the last game 
1967 of the Leafs when they actually won the Stanley Cup. Mightn't happen again for a while. Um, but the sweaters, and people have these in their homes. And you don't think about the bomb, bomb the drawer. And they say, is, and I, we'll get a call through the week, says, is this worth anything? And I said, yeah, it is worth something. And uh, I want people to realize this rather than throw it out in the garbage. Don't, and even this moth-eaten sweater, do not take the patches off of it. Just leave it like it is. Bring it in. You'll get more money for the whole sweater than you will get for the patches. And I don't care if it's moth, there's holes in it or anything like because back then, in the 60s and 50s and 40s, they made the sweaters out of wool, which is great food for moths, I think. On, um, and I don't care if it smells like mothballs, which you kept the moths away with. I'm okay with this. I just want the sweater. And I'm really surprised. A leaf sweater on 1950s or 60s would probably be worth minimum 5000 and up. Power be worth twenty, thirty thousand. I'm serious. This is what this is what money you would get for these, for a sweater or, or equipment or something like that. So don't let your your know, grandkids go out and play uh, you know street hockey with it. And the tickets, the programs, all your sports memorabilia. You'd be surprised of what it's worth, especially if we have the story to go by go with it. Okay, and people are willing to spend this kind of money. Um. We also, we want to go, I think we got Bruce now. Bruce, how you doing? All right. So. How can I help you? We have a coin here. Uh, you ever heard of Benny's, I guess, years ago, Benny's at Midway? Get a coin, I guess, to get on oh, the Midway. Okay, Midway coin. In Toronto? Yeah. No. Never heard of it. Um, Midway coins, because they used to use tokens because they didn't trust anybody. And then they had tickets, okay? And a lot of times, I don't even take long. Back in the 40s and 50s, we could make these things cheaply. Like, I know a lot of people, if you live in an older part of Toronto, you'll have a milk box on the side. We used to leave your tokens for your milk out there, not, a, not money. You have tokens in your milk box, and you got milk. If you were down, the tokens could be used for the Penny Arcade machine um, because they would sell you a bunch of tokens. Hope you didn't use them and uh, they, because they got the cash. Uh, tokens, like I say, uh, my good friend Glenn Pye has got a um, boxing machine in his, uh, in his um, room of stuff. Boys, he ever lost stuff there. But that would be what you would Sometimes you can use it with coins. Or they use them with tokens because they were worried about the tokens were there because everyone had a little bit of mistrust because a nickel back then or a quarter was a lot of money. Not today. We don't care. We wouldn't even pay. Some people won't even step, stoop down to pick up a quarter if you saw it on the ground. And pennies, you have to bring them into the bank. So if it's a token like that and it's from a major show, uh, there's going to be a lot of them around because when the show goes bankrupt, they would sell all these off. They know they're never going to use them again. They would be selling them off as scrap, or some people would take them as memorabilia. And most tokens are worth between a dollar and ten dollars each. I don't know if that helps you on this. If you have a thousand of them, don't count on ten thousand times ten dollars. That ain't going to happen. Because the more you have them, there's only so many collectors in the world. Everything comes down to supply and demand. If there's only one of your tokens, like a 
uh, or there's five of them, then there's going to be what you need is five collectors around the world to buy it. Like this week, we sold a 1969. Um, you know when. Uh, your your gum cards used to come in boxes, and you get six cards for five cents, and there'd be twenty four packs in a box. We sold the empty box, nineteen sixty nine, for a little over five hundred dollars. So I, when I talk about people, when you have your cards and stuff like that, bring down the whole box. Please don't touch them a whole lot. Um, if this has been a hockey box, it'd probably been worth a thousand dollars. So people collect the weirdest things. They might be what we have to have is some collectors who collect your tokens out there. Okay, thank yeah. you, Bruce. Anything else or just the tokens? Uh, yeah, and also uh, Chuck E. Cheese. I have okay, uh, it's like, dated 2014. Yeah, I think that's the people who uh, the is uh, loonies. <laughs> yeah. I just grabbed no, no, the and put it in my pocket. It's too modern, and Chuck E. Cheese is still around, and uh, they might have... Because when we make these... There's the other thing you have to remember. If you're making a token, and it's for a big chain, we have to do this, because they have to make a die for the token, and then to make it worthwhile, because a die costs eight or $900, they got to make probably 100,000 tokens. So they're going to make a lot of them. So they're not rare. If you have tokens from 1940s or 50s and someone remembers it, and that's what this show is a lot about, is is keeping history alive, remembering stuff, um, just seeing something and making you smile. You know, someone might know that, want that token because it was the first time they were on a ride or something like that. Okay? Thank you for the call. Okay. okay. Rick. Thanks. Thank you. Rick, how you doing? Good morning. How's it going, Paul? Good, good, good. I got. We're talking about the Great Cup, and just thinking about, and even the, reminding me about mm-hmm. that time we brought the um, turkey down. The turkey. To, uh, yeah. You, you've got a game, few turkey stories, and I still right? remember my cheeks going rosy because <laughs> all we brought was brandy. Yeah. And uh, I was young at the time, but it still makes me smile just thinking of us. Um, I remember we called we when we're walking through. We were thinking, can we get this in? Yeah, of course we can. And you just kind of walk. No one checked us. Now they yeah, check yeah. your purse. They check everything. They they <laughs> they take the fun out of it. And we were yeah. harmless. You know what I mean? No, I, I know what you mean. Well, it's, a, it's, it's a nicer story than the exploding turkey you told a few weeks ago. This had oh, a nice exploding turkey. Yeah, me and turkeys <laughs> haven't got a good time. Okay, yeah. That actually happened. Look, it's like me and Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn. You know, Tom Sawyer was getting everyone else. I think it was Huckleberry Finn was getting everyone else to paint the paint the paint the fence for him. That's they have right. never asked me to make another Thanksgiving dinner since that exploding turkey. There we go. You got out of that one <laughs> for life. I think I'm good for life on this. Okay, so Nick, how you doing? What's up? Now, what's up? What I want week? to talk about today is an exciting new listing we have coming up very soon. Uh, and, you know, one of the first rules of real estate we always talk about when you're buying real estate is location, location, location. Well, this area is one that you can brag to your friends and family about when you tell them where your new address is. Uh, I'm talking Royal York and Eglinton. Now, Paul, you've got to see this house. Well, you've seen this house, but we want our, yeah. we want our listening public to, to uh, really think about this because 
you know, we're all talking about affordability and, and this, that, and the other. Well, we've got a real sweet deal for people here. We've got a really pretty three-bedroom home. We're talking, it is a semi, however, it's in a great part uh, of, of the city. Uh, hardwood floors throughout, a modern kitchen with pot lights and, and granite countertop. Uh, we've got a single-car garage with remote. And, Paul, this thing sits, this property sits on a spectacular 150-foot deep lot. Now, where do you find that at Royal York and Eglinton? You just don't find properties like this. Rick, I got to um, tell you, because I live in that area, I yeah. got to tell you something. It takes me 17 minutes to go downtown if I yeah. ever want to go downtown, because I live about a mile from there. Exactly. And exactly. You don't even think about it. You think, oh, you're in the middle of the city, and uh, it's hard to get downtown. No, it's not. Just no, it's not at all. I mean, because you, you, you could either drive or, or hop on a bus, and it takes you straight down within minutes to Blue or West Village. And you know how nice and posh and posh that is. People like to walk up and down the street, go shopping, especially now that the stores are open, grab a coffee, or hop on the subway. You know, it's right there. So if you, if uh, let's say you don't want to take your car that day, uh, you're a short walk to, to, to transit. You're a short walk to the grocery store. Uh, you've got schools in the area. This house. It's perfect for uh, an investor, the first-time buyer, great for a downsizer who wants to sell their $2 million home and downsize. The, the best part of this, Paul, is what I wanted to talk about here, is that we're going to be pricing it at nine ninety nine. Now, we've been hearing, oh, my God, Toronto's become so expensive, and it has. So we're offering a property in a key area. Uh, and you've got to come see the property for many reasons. First of all, the, this house greets you with this huge door. Okay, a spectacular door, Paul, and it's uh, Spanish wood. It's got custom hardware on it. it. It is such a lovely home, Paul. It's close to everything, and we help people with the financing. So we take the excuses out of it. If they need help, now we've had a tough year. Some people have had a tough year. Maybe they they've, uh, have bad credit, no credit, bruised credit. Uh, we can help them because there's a product for everybody. Maybe you lost your job, but you're getting a new one uh, at some point. We can help you buy this house. So there's no excuse. We've helped many people fall, get into situations, uh, buy the home, your dream home. When the bank said, no, we help. So not only are we priced right, Paul, but man, when you see this house, uh, it is such a lovely, lovely home. Uh, the list goes on and on. We're talking a single car garage with room for four cars in the driveway, a private drive. Uh, mm-hmm. Anything you could possibly want is there, Paul. It may need a wee bit of work, but nothing that a, a couple of cans of paint can't fix. It is a lovely home. They need to call me. I'm going to give my number this time. Uh, they can call either you directly or they can, call, they can call me. And my number, I can reach any time because they got to get in on this, Paul. Because, you know, it'll be gone and then all the whining and crying starts. When, oh, I would have bought that, right? Uh, so I can be reached at 416 258 Three nine seven two. I can be reached any time. They got to get in on this, Paul, because you know what? We're going to get flooded with people on this one, and you know, if they call me directly, maybe I can help them out. Yeah. No, no, I know, I know the location. I love the location. I'm gonna live near there, but it's uh-huh. the case. I love Etobicoke, and it's a nice part of Etobicoke. You have the Rose Plaza there for the small stuff. Yeah, you can walk around. I mean, it's like it's a neighborhood. That's the best way to put it. With a lot of, and the schools, I'm sorry you didn't mention this. The school, the primary school, is right across the street. Yeah. I mean, you can watch, 
You can watch from your front window your kids walking in the front door of the school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know this because my kids went to that school. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. So, but on a case like this, um, I mean, if, if you're, it's a young family and you want to, you have a backyard and you wanted the school, because, you know, some, I see this now. When I was a kid, mm-hmm. I know I walked. Uh, well, that was a long time ago, Paul. I know, but I used to walk to school. <laughs> My parents, I think... They drove. It was snow, raining or something. I might have got a drive because my dad was already at uh, gone off to work. Right. Um, and I see all the cars driving people, the kids to school. Mm-hmm. The best part was walking to school and stuff. Yeah. And it was like you met your friends halfway there, and it was yeah. one steady stream of stuff going on. This is a kid, and I did right from grade one. I mean. Now it's grade one. They're not allowed to walk off the off the property. Oh, I you know. You gotta let kids be kids. Yeah. But that's yeah. not my advice to grandparents today. Mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of stuff going on out there, but yeah. I mean, part of it it's our own doing. We're all sometimes we're being overly cautious. But if sometimes. you happen to live yeah. right across from the school, which I would like as a kid, because yeah. I used to have to walk through. I, was, I went to a Catholic school. I had to walk by two other public schools. Before I got to my Catholic school, right. And that's why I had to walk so far. Yeah, yeah. But that's just no, me. you're right. You're right, Paul. And you know what? It, it is a very uh, family-friendly neighborhood. It's a yeah. child-friendly neighborhood, and like you said, perfect for a young family or somebody that just wants to get their foot in the door and, and buy a property. Because you know things aren't getting any cheaper out there. There is indeed a shortage of properties, and that's why we we always tell people that you know homes are in high demand right now. So if anyone is thinking of listing their home. Paul, we take the stress out of it. We come in, you do the magic that you do. You know, I, I know that it's something, it is overwhelming for people because uh, yeah. they haven't moved in years, but we're there to help. Oh, yeah, no, no. The people don't appreciate it. Like, we do take the stress out of it, send our crew over. Somebody like to pack up their own stuff. We can do it if you want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're store. We can store it until later on. Mm-hmm. We can. And when you sell your house, and you want to move up wherever you're going to move. Ajax or Peterborough or Aurelia or anything That's as right. well. We can. We can. We can move you as well. We take all the stress out of it. That's and, the best way to put it. And, and it's, it's like, true. and we can help you find that next property as well, Paul. It doesn't matter how how far out of town it is, because we go to great lengths. Uh, to to do the right thing for our clients, and if they need to go, like you said, Peterborough. I, I've been as far as North Bay, Paul, uh, as you know. So um, you know, we do what we have to do, uh, whether it's Innisfil, Barry, uh, yeah, Alice, yeah, right. We okay. take care yeah, of both sides of it, and we're there to help just... every step of the way. Uh, w- w- once you you you're with us, we don't leave you until you yeah. close, and even then, we make sure that house is ready to close for the next client. Definitely. We make sure it's, it's sold and stays sold. Stay That's sold. the best way to put it. Thank we you, address. Rick. I'm going to give right. out the phone numbers again. Okay. You uh, use up your time again. I'm going to give mine really quickly because people need to get in on this one. Uh, 416-258-3972. Have a great day, Paul. And I look Thanks. forward to hearing from, from your listeners. Thanks. Okay. So, and our number is 905 905- Seven three seven four six five three. That's my number in the store. Don't call me now because I'm not there. I'm in live from the laundry room. Remember that. So we're going to be right back after I'm. The numbers to call are four one six three six zero 
1-866-740-0740. Right now, we'll answer your call. 1-866-740-4740. Don't be shy. You've got, you know something, make me smile. Tell me a Christmas story that I haven't heard before. Because when I come back, I'm going to tell you a Christmas story that's a little bit, it started weird, ended up okay. We'll be right back. The following is a paid program. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. The countdown is on to the grand opening of one of the largest consignment stores in Canada. Almost 13,000 square feet of space to auction, consign and sell. Paul Kenny now has the room to carry and display a wide variety of items that you won't find anywhere else. Selling your home? Is it filled with stuff? Stuff you don't want? Paul will take care of everything. Call him at 647-298-8989. And check out his brand new, one-of-a-kind specialty store at 5 St. Regis Crescent North, Unit 4 in North York. Consignment Heroes, a division of Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. Okay, we're back. Live from the laundry and yes, we have moved. And I gotta say that we're at five. This is my show. I can say this. Um, we're at five St. Regis Crescent North Unit Four, and that's just in the Finch and Keel area, off of Keel. Um, and we tell people if you're coming along from the other side, from the west, you should go all the way to Keel and just go north on Keel. We're about a, mile, a couple miles north of the 401. We're really, really close. And talking about, um, uh, what I want to say, it's Char- I had a customer client in this week who was a uh, friend of Charlie Dobbin, maybe, uh, who does that uh, the uh, show on gardening. And I don't garden very well. I'm terrible. But I always liked listening to her because she knows exactly what she's talking about. Somebody comes up with a question out of complete nowhere, and um, and she'll answer. Like, my idea, I was a terrible gardener. My idea, I used to garden a little bit a while ago, and I used to reward my plants with water if they grew. And uh, I had a lot of mutated plants. Uh, Charlie will probably set me straight on this, that I shouldn't do this. But I actually still enjoy, even though I'm not just so much in gardening, I enjoy listening to her talk about it. Because she knows what she's talking about. It just reminded me yesterday, but we took care of one of her clients, uh, someone she knows this week. And 
it was it was a joy, and I just thought, you know, I should mention this because I do listen, and it's one of the things that uh, it's on. Uh, it's, uh, Charlie Dobbins on Saturdays, I think from nine until ten on Saturday morning. And I listen to her on my drive in into into my work, but I just uh, I had this Christmas story, and um, uh, we're going to get to Bill in a minute, but I want to tell this Christmas story. Well, maybe we should get to Bill first. Okay, let's do Bill, and then I'll do the Christmas story right afterwards. Bill, how can I help you? Yes, good afternoon. I enjoy your show. Thank you. Yep. Uh, a friend of mine asked me to call in. Uh, he has an Elvis Presley uh, record album, and it's called, the album is called Elvis Album, and it's a 33 and a half LP. It's new. Uh, he figures it's 1985, and he just wondered if it's worth anything or could he sell it or you know all that so Elvis okay after Elvis has been marketed better than almost any other person uh, in the recording industry oh yeah and he had the talent and um the later stuff because they're just dealing with the estate they kept on just pumping it out so the Elvis will sell we have sealed albums from from post his uh, death, and we sell them for around ten dollars. Yep. Okay. The ones that are for his death in '77 will go for a little bit more money, and some of the movie ones and people are trying to get the original track. Right. But the later stuff does not. It sells. I love Elvis, and uh, mm-hmm. and I always tell about that one interview he did on CBC when he mm-hmm. was up here in 1957. It was uh, it was a beautiful interview. If you liked the songs, you would love listening to them. I think it's before the Colonel got him and all that. Yeah, and right. He was, okay. I don't know if you well, did it online. Uh, I heard it did, once on CBC, and it, it was um, I think it was in Ottawa, and it was with him with no him and the journalist only. And uh-huh. what a like a wonderful human being. I thought once this is when Bogart joined me when we were doing the show. I said Bogart. This is how I want you to turn out: humble, and appreciative, and uh, and nice, you know. But that's right. nothing but Elvis. Okay. Um, the record's probably worth about ten dollars. We buy them for five. Okay. And we get a lot of them in, and that's mainly okay. sealed. Um, yeah. If there's any scratches or anything on it, it won't. Um, uh, it won't be worth anything. So it won't I should be tell worth anything. Hold. Hold on to it and keep it for uh, another 10, 20 years. <laughs> and, uh, no, listen to it. it. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, this is what uh, Robbie on uh, does the songs, and we play Robbie. This is one of the stations will play Elvis, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. And, sorry, right. but I'm, I'll let you I get, get emotional when I talk about Elvis. I'm a big fan. Yeah. And uh, I'm sorry that he's, he's not with us. Yeah, okay. I'll let you get back to your Christmas story there. Okay. <laughs> Thanks very much. I appreciate the call, though. Thank you. Okay. Yep. Bye bye. Yeah. So, okay, I'm going to get to Christmas. Okay, first I want to talk about Cheese Boutique, and then we're going to talk about my Christmas story. So now you got to listen to me ramble about something else. You know that I'm one of the friends of the show is the Cheese Boutique down on 45 Ripley Avenue. And um, they are, you got cheese, they have the best. Cheeses in the city. And their phone number, I'm going to they copy this down because right afterwards you can go to their website, 416-762-6292. And you want a special gift. This is Christmas time. It's worth the trip down there. 
but you can also call if you know what you want, and they'll deliver it to you as well. Okay? So, see, I've been down there. I've got my special sauces. I've given out uh, gift certificates. Never had a complaint. I've uh, never had a person complain about gone down there and said, Paul, they're everything you say and more. They have the cheeses. They have the friendly staff. They have knowledgeable staff. That's even more important. Just know what they're doing. They know the different cheeses. And they have sauces, vinegars, um, meat, uh, and stuff there. Just, it just tastes better. Maybe, you know, it just it tastes good. The cheese boutique, if you want that special gift, you want that special thing for Christmas. And I, I've gotten those gift baskets where, what is this stuff? I don't even know. Um, I mean, they do up gift baskets that the people will be amazed, amazed at what's in there. They'll look forward to these gift baskets, or you can make your own with some of the stuff they have. The Cheese Boutique, 45 Ripley Avenue, 416-762-6292. Or go to the website, and they can probably help you more with that. And they'll, you're stuck on a gift. You don't know what. At least let them try and help you. Or you might know exactly what you want, and you don't know where to get it. And it involves cheese, or it involves cooking utensils, or cooking stuff. They're going to know. They also have a fish place across the street. I think they're going to take over that whole block. They're 45 Ripley Avenue, just down the street from my friend Glenn's place, Glory Days. It's right down the south end of the city, but they will, if you phone them up, they do have delivery, or they had it, while this this little blip in history is going on. Okay. Our phone number's here, so I want someone to call while I'm doing the Christmas story, 416-360-0740 or 1-866-740-4740. Now my Christmas story. I want you to listen to the Christmas story because you might have one that tops it. Or you might have one that's almost as good. You might have one that's better. So I do house calls. This happened a number of years ago. And... Um, I went to a house call, and uh, someone was downsizing, and they had old toys. And a lovely lady, lovely lady. And um, the toys were like from the 1950s, no, late 40s, early 50s. And the stuff was in perfect condition. And it was a boy's toys and a girl's toys, dolls and tractors and stuff like this. And everything still had the boxes, which we just talked about. I just sold a box from 1969 for $500. So, and um, the toys, like, they look like they haven't been played with. They've been out of the boxes, maybe a couple scratches, but nothing. It's like, boy, they don't get much better this than this when you buy them in the shop. So I asked her, and she said, well, what happened was, at Christmas time, we were only allowed to have play with the toys when we had company. So when the company left, all the toys got packed up. And and I said, oh, that's unusual. And I said, why? He said, well, my father would take pictures of me for movie movies of us playing with our toys. And then we only get to play with them then. So, and I said, she actually had weird feeling, but said, I've had the toys all the time. I'm afraid to play with them now. But, I mean, this is 30 years later. So, and she said, and I said, well, I can buy them. 
Um, and uh, he says, yeah, I'd like, I want to sell them. I don't want to have them anymore. So, um, she says, but the good part about the story was that even though her father just take um, movies of them, playing with them, she gets the last laugh because they receive a check for approximately $10,000 a year for the rights to the movies of them playing with their toys in the late uh, 50s and early 60s. So, and she said, well, on one hand, the damage is done. We could only play with them for a half an hour. We had company and we had to put them all away. But on the other side, we do like to have getting the checks, which is kind of cool, but kind of an unusual Christmas story as we have it here. So our number here, 416-360-0740 or 1-866-740-4740. When we come back, we're going to be talking about silver plate. Of course, we're going to be talking about gold. And we're going to be giving some grandparents' advice from Wacky Paul here. And we're at, uh, we'll talk more about our store being moved. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal. The countdown is on to the grand opening of one of the largest consignment stores in Canada. Almost 13,000 square feet of space to auction, consign, and sell. Paul Kenny now has the room to carry and display a wide variety of items that you won't find anywhere else. Selling your home? Is it filled with stuff? Stuff you don't want? Paul will take care of everything. Call him at 647-298-8989. And check out his brand new, one-of-a-kind specialty store at 5 St. Regis Crescent North, Unit 4 in North York. Consignment Heroes, a division of Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. Yeah, yeah. We're back live from the laundry room. Someday I'll be doing it live from St. Regis Crescent North, hopefully. It's actually kind of nice getting up in the morning and having my breakfast. Last week I had my grandkids with me. That's for my grand... Oh, i got to say this. Okay, grandparents' advice. Um... And before that, I got to say, that last story, we're always looking for items or stories for our new show coming up, okay, TV show. If you've got an interesting item, you guys that has an interesting story behind it, or you just think of, say, Paul, you've never seen one of these, I bet. I'll say, yes, I have, but sometimes it'll be nice to be surprised. If you've got an item like that, you can call me at... Uh, 905-737-4653, because it might be something 
we can use in one of our shows coming up. And like I say, I do house calls. I've been double backs. I'm looking for a place to get my triple backs. And I think I'm safe. For our number here, 416-360-0740 or 1-866-740-4740. Now, grandparents, I last week had my kid made a, um, a birthday present, birthday party, and Halloween and Christmas all together. And I saw one of the presents we got was for Paw Patrol. Any grandparent out there and um, parents out there know about Paw Patrol. So we're looking at the Paw Patrol, and the truck was $92. $92 for a toy that my three-year-old, doesn't. he just says, nice box. You know, this is really big. Can't carry it around, but it's $92. So I came up with a little bit of a strategy here. You know, they're watching Paw Patrol, and the people who are making these toys know that we can't resist them. So my idea here is for to let my grandkids only watch shows that are 10 years old. If I don't, they don't watch the new shows. They don't know if they're new or old. They're, they're grandkids. They're young. They're impressionable. So if I can get them to watch shows that are 10 years old, then I can get them used toys which two seconds after they get them home and they hit them with a hammer or something, they're definitely going to be used. And I won't have to put out $92 for a Paw Patrol truck. So this might be a strategy for a lot of people. If you only want to let them watch the old shows, which sometimes are better, then they're going to want a Doris the Explorer. Dora the Explorer. I can't remember what the other ones from 10 years old were. But I know it's not going to cost me $92 for a... Uh, um, my, what is this? there's a bunch of things I can't remember what, but the shows that are 10 years old are going to be cheaper than the ones that are new that's my grandparents advice for the day <coughs> excuse me and we're going to go on to um, cups and saucers I know I've got to mention this but just, just my little alert cup and saucer this week paragon, pink and gold, cabbage rose teacup and saucer Sold, sold, not people wanted it, sold for $2,528. Yes, you heard me correctly. This is not a set of couple of saucers. This has not got gold made out of gold. It is gold paint. Could have been black paint. I don't know what it was. But it's $2,500. Another one sold here uh, for $1,900. Now, I know it's Canadian, not American, so that's a little bit of a letdown, I guess. But $1,900 is still $1,900 for a cup and saucer. <coughs> Excuse me. And a white rose sold for $1,800. So I want you to go before summer comes over, and especially at Christmas time, your granddaughters might come over or your daughters, and they say, I like that cup and saucer. Before you give them the $1,900 cup and saucer, you might want to look it up online. We try and help you. This is not a secret. But we can list them. We do sell them for you. But I want you to know what you're giving away. And especially if they're going to go take it home and just put tea in it. Okay? They, they can get them a mug. I'll give them a mug for a dollar. So this cup and saucer phenomenon is still with us. And I'm not talking just one. A lot of them. $1,500. $1,400. It mainly has to have a big flower in the middle. The more white you see, the worse it is. If you've got black and you've got gold and you've got uh, red flower in the middle, Paragon, Ainsley's the same thing. Even if they're only $200, 
That's not so bad. And we can sell, if you need Christmas money, it'd be better to get $1,900 than the $10 that somebody, that your neighbor says, oh, I like that. You say, oh, take it. I haven't used it in 45 years because it's old. The cup and saucer story I want you to know about. The other thing is, like I said, we are looking for interesting items for our stories, for a new thing coming up. This is important um, because if you've got items, it might not be till after Christmas. There's no rush on this. And you can even tell the Christmas story about how you're going to come down and see Paul and you're going to show him this item and wonder if he knows what it is and what it's worth and what the story is behind it. Like the military stories or the, the hockey stories, the sports stories, or just the story that you uh, found it on the, your neighbor was throwing it out and you found it and saved it 65 years ago. All of these stories are things that we're interested in at all times. Now, we are, and i got to say this, if you want to earn extra money, we are, we've moved from Richmond Hill to St. Regis Crescent North. We are looking for people to work part-time, full-time. They can work from at home. They can work um, from their neighbor's house. I don't care where they do the work. Um, we're looking for people who are a little bit proficient on, the, on uh, the computers. We're also looking, if you've got a granddaughter, or maybe you, we need people for social media. So there's a number of positions we have to fill at 5 St. Regis Crescent North, the so consignment heroes. So if you want a, a job, you only want to work, some people are under COVID thing, and they can only work 20 hours a month. That's okay with us. <clears throat> we, we need people to work. We can train you. It is not hard work. I'm not going to have you lifting things. I have. I need someone for lifting. If you've got a, a son or a grandson who's out of work and wants part-time work coming up, because <clears throat> we empty houses. But most of the work we need is be, to, be, to be done is um, to be done on the computer. I mean, I hired someone who lists my sports stuff, and he's an exchange student. He doesn't know who Wayne Gretzky is. I mean, you're ahead of the game right away because you know who Wayne Gretzky is. This guy doesn't. He works for me every day. He's an exchange student. You know, he works so many, I think he works 20 hours a week or something like that. But we're looking for people, and you might enjoy antiques. You might enjoy just working at our staff, at our place. Lots of room there. We have, uh, the showroom is over 8,000 square feet, and, uh, and we just need people who have an interest in antiques. Now you don't even have an interest. We'll train you. Or sports. I'm looking for someone to run our sports store, our card shop in the back as well. So this is numbers. These are things we're looking for and you might have time for. Our numbers here, 416-360-0740. If you have an interesting thought, you might want to do the interview on the air. You know, you can call me during the week. One eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. Our number at the store. If you want to bring something down, you have to make an appointment, unless it's gold and silver. Um, our number at the store is nine zero five seven three seven four six five three. I want you to. You got something you want to sell or consign, or if you're downsizing a house, even you're thinking about doing it in January after. We're even taking stuff before January, but if you're thinking about doing something in the new year, our schedule's starting to fill up. You'd want to call us, call down, 
and make an appointment when we can see you in January for uh, if you're thinking about downsizing, putting your house on the market, and you don't know what to do with all your items or stuff. We take the stress out of moving. You're doing it once every 40 years. We do it once every two weeks, okay? We know what we're doing. You, Like I say, you don't want $25,000 worth of stuff standing in the way of selling your $2 million house. And on the other side of the deal, you don't want to get $100 for your $25,000 worth of stuff. You know, it's like these, these houses people are sitting on, it's like winning the lottery. If I gave you a million-dollar lottery ticket, you'd be cashing in a minute. And I know there's a thing that you say, well, where am I going to move? And you're thinking about downsizing anyway. You don't want to be spending the time mowing the lawn or cleaning the house or your house is just too big and there's only the two of you or the one of you or whatever it is. We take the stress out of it, and especially if it's a collection that it might be your husband's stuff, that we know what it is and we know what your wife's stuff is, you know, that you might as well get the money out. It's not, if she, if he spent the time getting, putting it together. It's probably not garbage. And it'll probably be worth money. And but you need someone to tell you and tell you honestly. You're welcome to get a second opinion from us, okay? Like last year you got a second opinion. You know they were talking last year, the bank says, Oh, we're not gonna take thousand dollar bills anymore. Well it's a year later we're they're still taking thousand dollar bills. They just you can't bring them to a store and pay for your car with them or your Tim Hortons. But you can, they're still worth $1,000. They have not gone to zero. Anything with the queen on it, we are monetary experts. The advice we gave you a year ago still stands today. Okay, if you find it in the safety deposit box. This is not the same as all countries. If you find a bill from 1954 in Canada's safety deposit box, it's still worth what it's worth. If you go and get, if you have Swiss bills from 1954, they're worthless. In all countries are not like Canada. If you find a stack of, not worth it, they may be collectible, but if you find a, a thousand uh, mark note out of Germany, you're not going to get the money for it. They discontinued the money. Switzerland, it goes from whatever it was worth, a thousand dollars, to zero. Zero. And from the ending, different countries have different rules. Mostly everything in South America changes every 30, 30 days, I think. It's just one of the things that we want to tell you. Sometimes the government tries to scare you a bit on some of this stuff. Now, we're going to give you the kind of gold and silver prices because it's moved around. And this is a time where some people need money. And you can call us. I don't care if you call me right. You're in a shop. You want to trade in your gold and or sell some gold. I want you to know what you've got. I want you to know what we're going to pay. And if the other person is giving you a fair deal. Okay, because sometimes they don't give you a fair deal. Ten karat gold is twenty five fifty five a gram. Grams really small, by the way. On um, you can weigh them up. Uh, typical uh, typical uh, charm bracelet's going to weigh eighty ninety grams. Eighty to ninety. Okay, fourteen karat gold is thirty five seventy seven. So if you had 14 karat charm braids, and say it weighs 100 grams, not unusual, that is $3,500. Now these guys say, ooh, uh, they go, they put in their hands, they bring it to the back room, they come out and says, I'll give you $700. 
you think that's a lot of money. It's not a lot of money compared to 3500 This is what I'm trying to tell you. You can call us, and you while you're in the store, you can say, what carrot is that, and how much does it weigh? Bring a little calculator with you and figure out if they're giving, being fair with you. And don't let them, you know, like our man, what's it called, uh, don't let them put the pressure on you. It's your gold until you sell it. 18 karat gold is $46. So if you have a ring, 20 karat ring, 20 gram ring, that is $920. You say it's only one ring. They come up, no, I'll give you 300 for it. Seems like a lot of money. Not compared to 960, it's not. Um, we're buying silver dollars and the four quarters, all silver dollars before 1967, paying $15. Silver's down. Or if you're selling your sterling, we're at 68 cents a gram right now. Now, because it's sterling, we're also buying, if you've got maples, we're buying them at twenty nine eighty three. We're buying 100-ounce bars at twenty nine fifty three. And this for 10-ounce bars, 100-ounce bars, but we're also buying maple for a bit more. Now, this is what I'm saying. Know your prices. Call us. Shop around. And I, if, if and here, after you've got a second opinion, I'll give you some solid advice here. Take the higher one. Someone gives you two numbers, buy yourself the higher one. Now, if you've only got 10 grams of gold and you're coming from Strathroy to Toronto, it might not be worth the price. But if you've got a lot of gold, it's worth the price. We'll do it right in front of you. We will measure it. We'll weigh it. We'll tell you what we think it is. And uh, and like I say, we'll welcome second opinions. But i got to say this because some places, they've got the slick back hair. Of course, i got slick back hair, too, sometimes. Uh, slick back hair, they're sitting there in the suit. Nothing else is in the store. And they're telling you that this is the prices, and they're paying the highest. They simply are not. Simply are not paying the highest. And if they're, they say they're paying the highest, let walk out of the store. And you can always go back there. They're going to pay you. If they say, well, we're going to pay you less later. If they, and if they raise the price, they go from I'll pay you 1000 to I'm going to pay you 1400 don't walk out of the store run. Run, because you don't know when they're going to start being honest. And they're they're sizing you up. I mean, I told you the stories. I went down these got this chain of stores, and all of a sudden, there's nothing else for sale. And they buy purses, and they buy this, and they buy that. And I'm sitting there, so why are they selling this stuff? And they told me I get five for three thousand dollars in gold. They start being always between five and eight hundred dollars, because they like me, they're willing to pay me eight, and because they weren't being honest, they went all the way up to 15. And it was worth, I would pay 26. Okay? And we give you our price. We don't really change it. Okay, we'll round up from 1980, 1989 to 1990, but we're not going to round up from uh, 1989 to 2700. We don't do that. We give you the best price first time through. What we're willing to pay, we're allowed to make money. I don't have to retire on every deal, but we're allowed to make money on the gold and silver. Sometimes if it's a lot, it takes a little bit more time. Or some of the coins we can put in auction. But an auction, it has to be something really special. Anyone who puts their, their uh, gold and silver uh, just melt into a consignment store 
for consignment or put into an auction ought to have their heads examined. They really ought to. They're not getting the highest price. They can be sold this, but we've told people, here's what we'll pay you. Here's what happens if you put in the consignment. You're actually getting less money later on. Not because we're greedy, just the mechanics of it. Being consigned has takes a little bit more money. Now, if you have a Tiffany piece or you have uh, a designer piece or you've got um, diamond rings, yes. But gold and silver, this is kind of a weird thing to say, gold and silver deserve to be melted. Okay? If you're going to get your highest price. And nine to- 99 times out of 100, that's what's going to happen. Okay. So, I want you, I'll be back next week. Of course, I didn't get to everything I wanted to say. Happy Great Cup Day. I want you to make sure that you uh, take care of your frontline workers and get a vaccination. I'm getting my third vaccination this week. Thank you for letting me into your home, and we'll see you next week. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. Idea City on the air and The Garden Show.